0: to after the checker. josh just got an email here from the uh, fia we have a five second time penalty added on to the podcast today for exceeding track limits and turn 10 i'm coy he's josh
1: let's get at it well that's uh seems to be the the trend there for the the penalties so we're like everybody else
0: yeah yeah one of uh about 1200 penalties handed out over the weekend in austria
1: that was that was wild we'll get into it later but that was um that was something
0: yeah, it absolutely was. It was just crazy. I mean, between qualifying the sprint, ra- the sprint, and then the race on Sunday, an absolutely nutso, so, not so just crazy with the amount of penalties. This has happened before in Austria, but again, we'll get into it later.
1: Yeah, we get we'll, we'll get to that. Let's uh, let's start with some other things first. What are you drinking on the podcast tonight?
0: Uh, you know, tonight I'm just drinking water. I oh I've had man, yeah, I know. Well, you're drinking Natty Light. It looks like so not far off.
1: Yeah, I'm keeping it light with a with a natty light. I'm basically having a water with a little bit of beer flavor.
0: Yeah, a little bit of beer flavor. I might I might grab a Yingling here in a little bit. I've just got I've got a bunch of stuff I'm working on.
1: You're gonna grab a Yingling. Yeah, I've got got a bunch of work stuff
0: I've been dealing with. So, well, that's what uh, that's what I've been up to.
1: Well, how was your how was your Fourth of July?
0: It was fantastic. Did a lot of stuff. Went uh, saw some fireworks. You know, had some friends over. Went over to Buddy's house for a little bit. Had some. Had some fun, fun times. How about yourself?
1: Uh, it was good. I went down to the lake for a couple of days. Just got to spend some time with family, so it was good, relaxing.
0: Always good. Yeah, yeah. It was relaxing here. And Webster always does a big Fourth of July in uh, the neighborhood that I'm in. Now did a uh, did a really good did a, did a cool little party. So it was it was fun.
1: That's good. All right. Well, you want to jump right into the racing? We got a lot to cover.
0: Yeah, yeah. We do. We got uh, qualifying on Friday started off, you know, another sprint weekend, so goofy qualifying right there in the morning. Uh Checo's problems continued. Ooh,
1: he did not have he a good qualifying.
0: 3 laps deleted for Q2. And what I what we didn't know was at the time how much of a a sort of preview of the entirety of the weekend that would be for all of the drivers across Formula 1.
1: Well, for all the drivers, but then also if you look back at maybe if he didn't have such a terrible qualifying that maybe his uh his finish goes up a little bit not that he had a bad finish but oh he, he,
0: no no i mean i absolutely i mean i think he could, doesn't
1: maybe could have got a little one position higher i don't think he's going to win the race but he could have he could have grabbed a, a second place for sure um, for sure yeah his struggles continued and it honestly it looked like that he was going to have just another struggling weekend um it just The trend that he's been setting, but luckily once we got through the race, uh, things changed for him, but I don't want to get too far ahead yet.
0: No, the surprising thing to me is this is the fourth straight race where Checker doesn't make it into Q3, which, I mean, if you would have thought about that at the beginning of the year, or even if you've just been kind of sort of paying attention to the the
1: season that Red Bull is having, to think about that is just crazy. It's still wild to just see in the standings how well he's doing despite having such terrible skill at qualifying these basketball races but anything else you want to talk about with Um, qualifying i mean max grabs the pole for the sprint and for the grand prix
0: yep um now russell out in uh in q2 as well uh ferrari um the Ferraris get two and three positions two and three good day good day for them charles just edging out carlos signs so yeah it was a uh good start to the weekend for the ferraris for sure
1: yeah, I mean, I think the Ferraris in general had a pretty pretty good weekend all around. All things considered, um, their cars looked pretty good most of the weekend, so I think uh, that was the start of a good weekend for the for the prancing horses. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, jumping onto the sprint race, it was kind of an interesting race, sort of influenced by rain. You know, there it it wasn't raining during the race, maybe a little bit, sort of misting track was definitely wet starting the race everybody was starting on intermediates except for botas who starts on mediums and boy did that
1: screw him yeah that was not a not a smart choice
0: yeah immediately to the back and immediately just uh, struggled just struggled i mean there was no there's no dry line on the track the sprint race makes it a goofy way to and we'll get into kind of how what i think about that but it was a really good start from uh, nico hulkenberg
1: well, before that, that first battle, we had a great or that first lap, we had a great battle between Checo and Max, and mm-hmm. both of them got on the radio to complain about each other. Um, after the race, you know, the team came out and said that there's no no quarrel between the two, but they definitely weren't happy with one another.
0: Yeah, Max pushed him a little wide into turn three, I think, and and that, that's what allowed Hulkenberg to just kind of sneak up into second, which was, you know, I mean, and and honestly, he was able to hold on to it because there for a few laps, because there was no DRS because of the wet track. But it was something, you know, pretty impressive to watch him hold off Checo and hold off some of the other guys for for quite a few uh, laps.
1: Yeah, he, he looked good for the first part of the sprint race, but then like you said, he once once DRS and later on in the race got going, he he dropped back to eighth pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, he did. There was uh, you know, a couple good battles there with Lando and Charles. Uh, Albon was in, involved in that kind of sneaking up. It was weird because, again, you know, even though it wasn't raining, no DRS, so a lot of these guys weren't able. It, in and under normal circumstances, they would have been able to get by, but they just just couldn't just couldn't get it figured. So it was a little it was a little odd. A couple of good battles with uh, Lando and Charles early on, towards the middle of the race, as the track starts to dry out. Um, Checo finally gets by Hulkenberg. And then comes the interesting question of, are these teams going to pit? I mean, such a short, such a short race, you've got guys on intermediates, track starting to dry out. The intermediate tires are not working really well, but you know that the, but it's still off the, off the line is still wet. So if you try to pass, even though you might be running faster than a guy in intermediates you're going to run into the wet off the, off the line there. So it was, it was an interesting question. Uh, A couple of guys uh, pitted early. Um, I'm trying to remember who the first one was. I think it was Russell pitted early to get softs and was – it it ended up kind of – it was a big gamble. Hulkenberg took a gamble as well. And I think the the, the tires didn't – they didn't help as much. Hulkenberg was able to get back into – get back up into the points for the sprint. The impressive thing that I really thought. So Max ran the whole race on intermediates. George Russell went out there on in the dry conditions, not coming off of the dry racing line. And Max was running faster lap times in on old intermediates than George Russell was on brand new softs.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a, a sign of that car being just dominant, as we've yeah. already been able to see this season.
0: Right. And if you ever want to like that's that's one of those things that like really puts it in perspective. When I heard that, I was watching the uh, the F one TV feed, and David Coulthard was talking about it. And I just thought, my God! Like that is an insane to think of a car on old wet tires, and and to think of this that Max has to swerve out of the racing line to cool his tires in the water. By the way,
1: yeah, it's so- pretty wild to think to think of that he had to do that. And still yeah. and still is able to outpace the rest of the pack.
0: Exactly. And he's driving faster than a Mercedes on brand new soft. So that was the big thing, like I said, from the uh from the sprint that I took away, is it really, really showed how dominant that Red Bull is. But
1: yeah. Absolutely. And uh I believe it was the the Red Bulls finishing one and two on that race, so they mm-hmm. obviously were dominant. Um trying to look here. Did you I don't I don't recall off the top of my head the margin, but I mean it was a dominant victory by them.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Mar. I didn't. I didn't take notes on a margin because it. You know, it's just like <laughs> humdrum at this point.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Although yeah. uh, about the the margins, we can get into that with the betting. Uh, Fanduel for this next race is actually has prop bets now that you can bet uh, the gap that Max will win by, and I think this oh, week the, the only bet that they have is uh, he's going to win by a margin of twelve seconds, which oh, I would actually that. I would probably take it. Not the best odds, but they're, they're giving you, giving you those 100%. margins now. 100%. Anyway,
0: yeah, we're,
1: we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, anything else that you want to talk about with the with the sprint race? Uh, not really, no. Okay. Well, before we get to the race, a um, little entertainment talk. Did you see the jetpack pilot have a little tumble?
0: <laughs> I did.
1: Yeah. He's, I did.
0: The, the jetpack's... Pretty, uh...
1: It's pretty cool, but he he comes in I don't know i he was coming in for the landing, I guess, and it cut out on him, and he was moving pretty good and he was good distance off the ground and he took a pretty hard fall, yeah, um, he got up right away, waved at the crowd and uh and signified that he was okay, and I think he just had minor injuries, probably his ego is hurt um oh yeah hurt more than sure. anything, but uh <laughs> did you see uh Oscar Pistra his, his yeah. reaction? It was hilarious, <laughs>
0: yeah that was uh that was one of the the great things I saw. I- I, I tell you, man, it amazes me the guys don't get more injured more often in those, like, stunt things they do with those jetpacks. But, yeah, I saw that, and I was uh, I was rolling. Piastri
1: had the perfect reaction to that, just sort of the, mm. yeah, the, the uncomfortable grin. Mm-hmm. All right, well, getting into the race, um, you know, I think already talked about it. Max had the pole for the race. It was a pretty clean start for everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, really clean start. Um, Lewis, who had probably one of the funnier moments of the weekend, we I'll talk about it in a second.
1: You You're talking about Is his he, his conversation with Toto? Yeah, his, his <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get to Toto, that
0: when Toto finally came on the uh, on the on the um, on the team radio there to to drive home a point. But yeah, um, it seemed like Science was trying to get by Leclerc early. Uh, you know, then then he may have had the speed to get by, but. Charles kept him by, and then eventually I think that they just kind of decided to maintain a gap behind him. I think um, I think there
1: was team orders that came over and struck him yeah, to stay behind Charles.
0: That would be my guess. You know, don't don't fight. Well, you know, you can make it up, or we can, if you want to swap him around, we'll swap him in the
1: pits. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. they had a pretty interesting pit strategy, something that we've talked about before that didn't work out for them.
0: You know, it could have worked out for them. They got really unlucky in that. So that double stack came. So Nico Hulkenberg has an engine failure, and that brings out a virtual safety car. Didn't bring out a full safety car, just a virtual safety car. And as that's happening, right as it goes to yellow, the Ferraris are passing the pit lane. I mean, they were extremely close to being able, if they would have been able to jump into the pits right there, they pass Max, both of them do, easily, and take the lead. Because it was early enough in the race, Max hadn't built a giant gap yet. Um, and so they come in on their next time around and guys, and I think some of the, some of the field had already pitted max, you yet to pit for, chooses to double stack. It, it works out signs lost four places, but not because of the double stack. He lost four places just because, you know, poor left front tire. I, I think. And, I, and i'll say this i mean i know the ferrari get you know the 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 raz of all the f1 fans i think we put a lot of pressure on them and and i think that the, honestly anybody right now that's not max or step has a ton of pressure on them because to even compete or even finish close to that you have to be inch perfect but you know that's just racing stuff like that happens
1: yeah i i don't think it's the pressure um they're professionals i don't think there's any sort of pressure everybody knows that that the Red Bulls are faster, so I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna toss that one up to pressure because, like, like you kind of said, every team's got the same pressure, and I think nobody really expects them to go out and dominate the Red Bulls right now. They see how fast the car is; it's it's just not expected. Whether or not they're going to admit it, uh, that's what they're thinking. So I'm, I'm not going to say it's pressure. But the double stack thing that I was referring to is if you remember uh, a couple of seasons ago, Coy and I mm-hmm. talked about it. That uh, was it, Mercedes with, with the double stack. That.
0: It's, it was Mercedes, it's Ferrari I mean, yeah, Mercedes did it once And I remember the name of that episode we
1: did was, You can't triple stack the double stack Yeah, don't triple stack, stack the double stack it and, it didn't, and it didn't work out Yeah, it did, just like we yeah. saw this past weekend So that's why I brought that up A little nostalgia for you
0: Absolutely, no, and, and my point was not that Ferrari's under pressure It was more that that so Because what happened was, it was, a, it was I think it was a wheel nut on the right front That was the reason that signs Had a longer pit stop Those things happened and I think that, and not just with Ferrari, this happened with everyone. I mean, it, it caused a, a pit stop that was like four and a half seconds versus, you know, two yeah. and a half. But I it, I, I just think that that's something that because of everybody's trying to fight Max, that they feel like they have to be inch perfect all the time.
1: And I see reality what you're saying. is
0: that's that's not racing. Racing is not, it being inch perfect is
1: unattainable, you know? Unless you're Red Bull and Max for Sta. unless right
0: now. you're Red Bull and Max for staffing. but yeah, um so yeah, but, we come out afterwards and after that and and we get to see Lewis get one of I don't know if he got he yeah, one of his first penalties of the day. And we yeah. start to see this is when the trend starts to happen.
1: Yeah. well, before we get there, I, I just wanted to say Ferrari looked pretty strong. I kind of alluded to that earlier. They kind of had a strong weekend altogether. Um, the cars look good this weekend, minus the double, the double stack, um, right away though, even before Lewis's penalties, the Mercedes just looked off. Like they didn't look like, oh, yeah. like we've seen looked from them the past, the past two or three races. They, 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 something, something was clearly off and, um, you know, uh, maybe more to come on that and, and we'll talk about that later. But what you were saying is that Lewis gets a five second penalty that he has to serve in the pits for exceeding track limits. Which started a ripple effect amongst the entire grid.
0: Oh, it absolutely did. Yeah. And, and for two, for two things.
1: For two things. It was one, there were, everybody else started getting the track limit penalties. Mm-hmm. And everybody started taking up their second career as a FIA steward and kind right. of ratting on every other driver.
0: Yeah. Lewis was Lewis spent about two laps yelling about Checo, who was right in front of him,
1: exceeding track
0: limits and asking when he was going to get a penalty. So he'll have yeah a nice little career in um, in the FIA stewards box whenever it's all said and done for hammer time it, you know and it, it, it all started to the the penalty started to come down right around this time because you don't get a penalty for exceeding track limits just once I think you have to do it three or four times and then they give you a black and white flag and say you can't several do it several yeah, it's several times several times that you times.
1: that you have to do it before you get hit with the actual penalty you're correct
0: right and and you know, to talk about a little bit about the penalties, I mean, you know, every, why are they getting penalties? This is dumb. Why are they getting penalties? Well, so in Aust- in Austria turns nine and 10 are higher speed corners where you're, you're coming around the track and, and to, to maintain that speed and the momentum that you've built on the street and into that high speed corner. And then to gain the momentum into the front stretch, you have to swing it wide. And if you swing it too wide, you're off the track. You're outside the white lines. That's that's illegal. Well, and it with these bigger cars, I think it, I think this is one of the problems. The bigger cars and the where the drivers sit now, and the fact that you know we had so many problems earlier in the season with drivers not starting directly in their pit box. They've um, they've added lines to the grid to help that this year. Um, I don't know if these guys can see where their tire is. I mean, we're talking it's millimeters,
1: that's centimeters. A, yeah, that's a, that's a valid point that these track limits um, and penalties probably didn't consider that these guys can actually see that. You're right.
0: Yeah, I don't know that they can see it. And and that turn is is such that you have to go, you have to run wide, like I said, if you want to carry that momentum. You know, I would rather them have track limits, honestly, and we'll get to what I think the fix is going to be but I would rather have track limits than like when I see NASCAR racing at Coda where they don't have track limits and they're just running outside the curbs and all the way up against the fence in areas where, you know, that's just a runoff area. It looks goofy. Um, I'd rather see track limits than that, but.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, you look at Indy 500 when they would come down way below the line um, right, <laughs> to defend and yeah, at some point, you you just kind of wonder if, if maybe some track limits should be installed there. So mm-hmm. um, I, I agree with you there.
0: Yeah, so getting back to the race, Max pits and for the first time in four races, loses a lead.
1: That's wild. I saw that stat come across that it was the, yeah. And the last time that somebody led other than, or the last time someone led other than Max, it was Perez. Yeah. Um. So another Red Bull car. So for the first time in a long time, we've seen somebody other than a Red Bull car. Leading yeah. the race,
0: Leclaire. Leclaire uh, was leading the race for you know a couple laps, and then eventually,
1: and then Max just flies by him like he was standing still.
0: Max got um, done
1: having a macchiato in the pits, like uh, Jean, Jean-Girard, Ricky Bobby,
0: Jean-Gerard. macchiato. <laughs> yeah, and then you start to see the penalties start to fly around. Um, Signs gets a penalty. Um, and then you see Checo who pits, and he's really going hard after. Landro and signs, um, and and like I said, you're seeing penalties. You know everybody's getting penalties because now we've now we're running into even guys who are really watching it who can't keep themselves on. They're they're really getting at it. Um, Carlos tried to hold off Checo for third, ultimately doesn't work with Checo's uh, with Checo's speed advantage. It was you know it was just nothing he could do.
1: They had good battles. Um, I saw Science, and I don't. I didn't really pay attention if there was any validity to his claims. But he said that the way that Checo was driving, it was reckless and intimidating, and um, was asking the stewards when his penalty was going to come. Do you think that Checo should have received some penalties for his battle with with Science?
0: I didn't really think so. I felt like it was. I felt like it was Checo was pressing the issue because I, honestly, I think Carlos saved uh, second place for Charles. Because I think that if Checo would have gotten by him easily, he he
1: might have been able to catch Charles, and I he would have had more time to make that push yeah. for second. Or if, right. if Checo, like I said, would have just qualified better than fifteenth,
0: right? And, and if he gets by, if he gets by Carlos, you know, with you know with five or six or seven to go, maybe he gets a chance to, to get by him. But he, but Signs is able to hold him up and give enough of a gap to charles to where it really didn't uh didn't matter and he'd burned up his tires by then and then charles is able to um able to hold it off the interesting thing came on the next to last lap max has a pretty big lead it's a 71 lap race max decides to pit and put on softs
1: to go what's for up- the fastest lap what's on softs? yeah to take get the fastest lap, which he does end up getting for that extra point. Cause you know, he needs the extra point. Right. It's the, the, the championship is way too close right now. So he needed, he needs all the points that he can get to lock this one up. Right. It's a, it's a lot I of heavy think, sarcasm.
0: I was just really hoping that he would crash or that, you know, somebody would mess up in the pits and he would, I mean, but like the hubris to pit with two laps to go from the lead, just to get the fastest lap to go put on fresh tires you know that a tire would blow something would happen because that's such a dick move man
1: well in just not even that but like so he 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 wants to pit against team wishes by the way the team did not want him to um got fresh tires claimed the fastest lap and still finished 5 seconds ahead of leclerc now right. you, you know who would be upset is that if that happens this weekend and people just place that prop bet I was talking about for the 12 second gap yep. and he ruins it by that. So yeah, if he ruins
0: it trying to get the fast lap. It's
1: it's like he I mean he's he's just playing he's playing F1 2023 on easy and he's trying to create challenges for himself to make the, the the race entertaining or enjoyable or challenging for him in some way. Like that's honestly what it feels like. You've had those races when you're playing F1 2023 where you're like, Yeah, hey, you know what I'll do a late pitch just to see if the uh, Pat can catch me and then I got I got a battle here at the end.
0: I haven't because I don't play it on easy because I'm an adult.
1: Well, you know people have or you make a mistake and you forget to change it back or you change the difficulty and you're like I got to make this one. I just take it. I take it man. I take it like a man.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> I take it like a man and I drive better next race. That's what I do. If, yeah. I, if I screw up, which I've done. One time I tried that I was leading by like 20 seconds and I pitted and it was a the delta was like twenty two seconds because it's a video game and it wasn't realistic. Delta should have been about twenty seconds. And I thought, oh, I've got the lead. This is easy. I'll just if I even if I come out in second, I got fresh tires and I couldn't get by the guy.
1: Couldn't get by him. What track was it at?
0: Uh I want to say it was a Australia maybe. I was gonna say
1: Albert Park. That was, honest to god, that was gonna be my uh my guess. Was there Albert was
0: Park. yeah, there was like I was right on. I, I was driving uh it was a career that I was driving with Ferrari and I um yeah, it was Albert Park because it was early in the season. I didn't know enough about like, hey, don't do that, idiot. Um, but I was driving with Ferrari and, and I couldn't get by the Red Bull. I think this is an F120, I think this is in last year's game, 22 because the red bull started off even the game it started off slightly faster than
1: um than the uh than the ferrari well max max getting back to the actual race max still got the win um i do think leclerc had an impressive second place finish he had a good weekend good race um you know i said it before ferrari had a pretty good weekend all around uh checo this was his bounce back started in 15th finished in 3rd uh, it's his first podium in four races. He had a good battle at the end with Science. I just think if he can put together better qualifying, you know, over the past couple of races and a better finish, he's right there in the championship battle. But I think he's too far out of it at this point. It's 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 Max's season. Yep. has just got to hold on for that lead in Formula One point five right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean
0: honestly max is winning the constructors championship by himself (laughs) he really is i I saw like there's he's ended by a pretty sizable margin it's insane honestly the real interesting thing happened one of the interesting things happens after the race aston martin protests the race here's some of the penalties that took place it is absolutely insane 12 penalties awarded so carlos Sainz gets a 10 second penalty drops from fourth to sixth You've got Lewis Hamilton, on 10-second penalty, uh, finishes right behind his teammate, George Russell, in eighth. Esteban Ocon gets a 30-second penalty, drops from 12th to 14th. Pierre Gasly drops to 10th. Uh, Logan Sargent got a penalty. Nick DeVries, Yuki Sonoda. Lance Stroll benefited from these penalties, moved into the points with that. Here's the thing. Aston Martin have revealed that they went through the footage and, and made sure that their drivers weren't hit with uh multiple with penalties, which I think is absolutely unbelievable. And and such a, t- such a dick move from, you know, couldn't have, I mean, such a, that's a team. That's a, that's them though.
1: It's a, it's a Lance Stroll move. What do you expect? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. That's the yeah. uh, the uh, uh, management side of Lance Stroll, I guess.
0: Yeah. So Max wins, Charles second, Checo third, Lando finishes fourth, Fernando Alonso finishes fifth, Carlos signs sixth, George Russell seventh, Lewis Hamilton eighth, Lance Stroll ninth, Pierre Gasly tenth. Um, so was yeah, that a, S- was that
1: a top ten finish for your boy Lance Stroll?
0: No, it wasn't because he should not have finished there. <laughs> It's a top 10 finish because Alex Albon got, or excuse me, Esteban Ocon got a 30-second penalty.
1: Did you see it was uh, somebody redrew the track, according to Esteban Ocon? <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. So It was like a kid coloring outside the lines.
0: <laughs> I know. I saw that. So the thing that's going to fix that is what they're going to do, and I think they'll have it done next year. They're going to put gravel traps outside of, turns 9 and 10. So now if you go off the track there, like people were doing, you're going to be in the gravel. You're going to see significantly slower lap times, but it will change. Now You that'll fix that. And they won't have track limits there. So there right. won't be any penalties for that next year, which honestly, you know, there should have been, you know what nobody wants to see. if If you're seeing a potentially, I think we saw potentially 1,200 penalties throughout the, or 1,200 laps that needed to be analyzed for the penalties that were 1,200 illegal laps. That's the way I should say it. If you're going to see that over the course of the weekend, something's wrong with the track. It's not the drivers. It's something wrong with the track.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's funny to laugh at and look at with all the penalties, and we can poke fun at it. But, yeah, something's definitely wrong with the track and the track limits, not the drivers. Right. Um, I did see, uh, I think Lando Norris finished as the driver of the day, correct? Uh, I believe so. He had I a good, that was. Had a, had a good drive. I, I think I had a bold prediction about him last week, though. No? Yeah, I
0: think you did. Yeah, my bold prediction almost came true. I think I had it that Max had lapped up to uh, I think it was not, it was 12th, definitely. I don't know what happened when he pitted. I don't know if he, I, don't, I know that he didn't really uh lap anybody but i don't know if anybody lap unlapped themselves i think you lap ended up lapping up to tenth place was the but at last I saw.
1: All right. I think that pretty much well wraps up the uh Austrian Grand Prix. Any final thoughts on that before we move over and look ahead at the British Grand Prix coming up this weekend. No sir. All right. No
0: sir always looking forward to the
1: British Grand Prix. Did you happen to grab that Yingling yet?
0: Not yet. Not yet. Like I said I've been uh been looking over work stuff so i i said i'm probably gonna skip the england tonight man oh, boy kind of bothering me too i know, all you know right, well, we all have these nights okay? we
1: do we do i i told myself i'm like you know what i'm gonna have an natty light maybe an ipa and now i'm on my third ipa so it's it's <laughs> gonna be one of those nights Good for you anyway a so, hey, little mid-podcast uh beer chat there for us yeah um, keep
0: everybody on their toes
1: <laughs> exactly um all right. Looking ahead to this weekend, there's there's a lot to talk about. So one of the first things that I want to talk about is uh, we're going to see a new team on the track this weekend mm-hmm. at certain points. Uh, the is A-P-
0: it, APX. It's is Apex. It a- apex
1: the apex uh I mean, racing sense. team it yeah is, it definitely is apex well the abbreviated one is going to be the apx but the team name is apex yeah. so this is for that movie coming up with brad pitt um it's a f1 inspired movie where he plays uh sunny something i don't know the guy's last name but anyway, sunny hayes sunny hayes he's got his own pit stall and everything uh um, yep. it's very right official the
0: ferraris they have a pit stall they have he, they're they're gonna be running two cars on the formation lap of the race that are going to apparently take two or three turns and then duck off. I'm not really sure how that's going to work out. Um, hey, they I, look, they don't look, I mean, they, they have remember, a, a weird look to them. It's a, it's a, movie. it's
1: a Mercedes car.
0: It, it's a Mercedes car, but it's got like just a funky kind of look to it to where it doesn't look exactly like a modern formula one car.
1: No, I think they uh, have to switch it up for the movie purposes.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen on that formation lab. This is very, this is kind of like how they filmed Days of Thunder, where they actually used real live race footage uh, for that movie. In fact, in that movie, filming that movie, they just threw uh, a couple cars into a race, like movie cars into the race, and they didn't matter at all. It was nuts.
1: Yeah, um, I did see that the car was on the track during some of the practice today. Um, with a stunt driver, but it is expected mm-hmm. that Brad Pitt's going to be behind the wheel eventually on the track with other Formula One cars this weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm, I just can't, I cannot imagine. I never thought I would see this happen with Formula One. I always thought the Formula One would uh, would definitely be was, was too, anything st- like was this too
1: stuffy for this.
0: Right. That's exactly, that's a great way to put it
1: little stuffy i I think it's great they're doing it this is a a big step for them and and good for them it'll be i mean i'm anxious to see the movie at the very least we we know that the movie will have good uh good racing graphics racing uh yeah uh picture i guess you could say yeah it'll be some it'll
0: probably have some cool uh some cool you know um scenes in it with the cars running i'm really interested to see how they're going to work that formation lap thing you know I, I don't i don't quite understand that we're probably not there's... even going to notice
1: it I, w- I mean they're probably going to yeah. let them get up around a couple other cars so they can have that as a basis for the actual like race footage and then that's true and then that with the the practicing letting them being on the track during practice it's it's all just so they can get some shots and use some footage for you know whatever
0: yeah there's the thing though with formula one like if you feel all if you film and i know that they're not going to film at all the whole movie here at Silverstone this weekend like everybody's going to we're going to see that formula one is all about all the different tracks and all you know the sort of circus that travels around the world so if you want a good movie you got to be filming at all these tracks Yeah,
1: but i don't got to film a spa i don't know that you we know what the movie is actually going to be about if it's going to be real heavy in the racing or if this is just a small part of it um, no, that's true and you never know what they can do with with green screens and backdrops and all the technology just getting this footage might set them up that they can you know superimpose it at another track yeah that's true but speaking of cars looking a little different uh the williams team is going to look a lo- little different this weekend did you see that new livery for the british i company? did it's, and it
0: is it's pretty pretty sexy it is pretty fire it has a uh, a big union jack on it it is you're going to get a couple drivers running special helmets, but yeah, that Williams oh. livery is pretty nice.
1: Did you see Lando's helmet for this? Yeah, the old silver cr- one. That chrome one? That is dope.
0: Yeah, it looks like one of the old McLaren uh, pit crew. Yeah. McLaren back in their uh, Mercedes day, McLaren Mercedes days used to run like a, a silver. Their pit crew used to have silver helmets like that that looked like a silver Darth Vader helmet. That thing is that thing's going to be sick, man.
1: I'm excited I, to see you that. know, it's been a while since we've done a good livery chat. So
0: we it has been, you know, well, I mean, we don't have a lot. The thing is, you know, not many drivers are changing up their livery and running things mid-race or, you know, mid-season like this. So we've got to got to make something out, you know, got to have a hey, little chat. But yeah, I, I it's the
1: only the way Williams is going to sure. get on uh, get on the radar, you know. That is true. Unless
0: you're watching <laughs> them on F1 TV, watching their car cameras. It's the only reason anybody's going to talk about them.
1: Well, it's a hey, good for them. You, hey, you, uh, what is it? any publicity is good publicity right? that's right
0: right any news is good news
1: that's right all right well like we said that this weekend is the british grand prix at silverstone koi what's the name of this one you know after the italian grand prix i gave up on like even carrying about the name of the, the race
0: formula one aramco british grand prix
1: you like saying all these goofy ass names anyway so i just let you do well, it
0: aramco is a saudi comedy there's been a rumor there's gonna be a lot of protests we're not gonna you know like you know what that, oh, but, boy. Involve. but there's been a rumor there's gonna be a lot of protests and i'm really kind of hoping that, that is not the case i mean i understand everybody has a right to protest obviously it's Br- great britain you know not here in america but everybody has a right to believe what they want to believe but i really hope that that sort of thing I, I don't like sports or politics in my sports you know just keep those separate and i'm hoping we don't see that
1: yeah that that always happens yeah, I, I yeah, think but, you, by you saying that, it's it's going to happen even more. Now they're going to yeah, listen. Like, hey, just because of this guy, we're going to do it even harder. Right? Yeah, I'm going to protest. Or, I'm going to protest it so hard <laughs> for those random two Americans over in the Midwest. Right.
0: That- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Silverstone's a fun track. Um, one of the one of the more historic tracks. It, it's right up there. Respond Spa and Monza in my uh, in my mind. It's got. Uh, you know every corner has a name it's got a lot of character it's pretty flat it's an old uh, it was built on an old uh, RAF airfield if I'm not mistaken um very high even though for it's very difficult to drive if you ever try to drive on a sim or on one of the video games because it's so flat and it's and there's a lot of high speed
1: corners it's very so, difficult if any uh forza fans out there if you race silverstone and like cup series car, or i shouldn't say cups like the rolex series cars and you get any rain very difficult track yeah because of it's how flat su- it is a lot of water
0: right it's a super tough track just because there's no camber to the corners to help you to help you turn there's no banking to anything and you know while while some corners and some tracks are are, are flat as well there's there's just nothing that's going to really help you with that, and it's it's tough. um i I'm anxious to see if actually, you know, this will be a very good indicator of where Ferrari really are
1: at. Well, I was going to say Ferrari and Mercedes because we saw Mercedes be pretty strong the past couple of races minus mm-hmm. last weekend. yeah, um, minus last and weekend. we and we saw Ferrari be pretty strong last weekend. So I think this is a good barometer for those two teams.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, we forgot to mention Toto's conversation with Lewis. Oh, how
1: do we skip that? All right. Yeah. Let's uh let's go back yeah. to that real quick. But yeah. Oh man.
0: Yeah, I know. It's um so in the middle of the race, Lewis is, is complaining about his car and he's complaining to his engineer, Bono, and he and suddenly Toto comes on, team principal Toto Wolf comes on like and he says, Lewis, we know the car is bad, just drive it.
1: He was done with him he was done done.
0: he was like just stop it just stop talking just drive the car and i think you're going to see that this weekend honestly i think you're going to see the i think mercedes is going to struggle in high-speed corners a track like this with with flat high-speed corners and they're lacking in downforce i think you're going to see mercedes struggle i i mean i I, you know we're we're not really doing our picks for the race yet but I, i can get in more too i think this is one kind of where the Red Bull really shows its dominance.
1: Well, I was I was gonna go back to last year. Um, do you know who won this race last year? Uh what was this the I greatest he... the greatest Ferrari driver in the last year? Oh, 20 this years. was
0: Carlos' win last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he this had a is, good race last year. This was did. back when Ferrari was was right there with him. It was uh, just before the TD 39. They kind of nerfed their car. Well, up.
1: Yeah. So it was science Perez Hamilton in the top three. Max actually finished seventh.
0: Yeah, so let's, let's,
1: let's hope we get that again.
0: That would be fun. I, I mean, that would be, it would be fun to just see, you know, anybody else at all. I mean, I, you know, and I want to be clear. I, I know we, we kind of, you know, talk about how great the Red Bull car is. Max is a great driver and, you know, He's, you can tell when you look at him versus Checo that it's, you know, that Max is, is a fantastic driver He's getting the most out of this car, but that car is clearly better than everybody else's. I mean, when you have, like I said about the sprint race, when you had a car running faster laps on old intermediate tires than a car in brand new softs, that's something
1: well let me ask you this. If you put Lance Stroll in this Red Bull is he in first place?
0: No. <laughs> no, Lance Stroll would uh, wreck it and then he would oh, ask man. his dad to buy him a new one.
1: I did him dirty there. All right. Yep. I would say most people you put him in this car, they're they're uh, they're still in first, but I had to throw Lance out there.
0: I would say, yeah, like a guy like Lewis, I mean absolutely. Um Charles, I think Charles was I think Charles is right around where Uh maybe where Checo is. I think Charles would be let me let me
1: let me throw you a a a different one. Botas. Botas is in that in Max's car. Is he in first?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Botas is a very good driver, he's just in a bad car right now. I think I think he's a great
1: driver. I don't think that he has the the gap, like the the lead that maybe Max does right now in the championship, but I do think he's in first.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think that he's yeah. I, because max is doing this just because he's become cold and calculating and it's just a just nails driver man this guy's he's got it you know he's got it he's got what is lewis, lewis had and what lewis still has i mean i don't want to take anything away from lewis but he's got it and this car's and to top it off this car's better than everybody else so that's why he's just i mean able to go out there and, and i don't know if you heard the story so he so he goes and dominates austria he then stays up and watches the nascar race in the streets of chicago and is cheering loudly when and for those of you again we're not a nascar podcast but the nascar race was ran by uh road course stringers is it steve van Giesenberg?
1: uh i don't think it's steve but
0: no it's scott is it shane
1: (laughs) it is shane van Giesenberg. is it shane i think it's shane number 91 right
0: it's shane van Giesenberg. oh boy no it's not even that it's it's shane shane van gisenbergen
1: yeah you got his last name wrong i was was focused on the first name
0: which i mean the guy's a the guy's a uh a v8 supercar driver who i guess you know he's a he's a kiwi supercar driver and yeah the fact that max is up you know watching staying up late in Austria to watch the nascar race it's crazy
1: yeah i mean i was going to get to that chicago race we can we can get to that after the uh our predictions and the betting and everything but that was a fun race yeah Sure was so. All right, predictions for this week. Um, I think it's going to be the same as your notes from last week, Max. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. go out. I'm gonna go out and say that you know Max is going to win. Um, I think Checo's second, and I'm gonna go Leclerc in third. Yeah,
0: I think uh, I, I, I kind of don't. I kind of agree with that. I think we maybe see Carlos. Maybe Charles makes a mistake or something just to be different. I'm gonna say Carlos. I think Ferrari's kind of sort of finding itself but it'll be this will be the real test this is their front wing their floor design their side pods this all work at one of the tracks where you really need high downforce and you really need it to keep those tires going because if you chew up tires here and you can't keep that downforce going and speed
1: up you're going to struggle so so that'll you
0: got, be this will be a test
1: you got max first uh leclerc second who's your third place
0: no, I have I have Checo second. I, I think it's going to be a one two, honestly. I think Carlos finishes third, though. Oh,
1: so you said to be different. That was exactly the same as mine. No, you said Charles third. I said Carlos third. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Pay attention, Josh. Pay attention. <laughs> hey, you know what? They're not, it's not going to happen anyway. No, it's not. All right. What's your bold prediction for this race?
0: Hmm. You know, I think we see Lando fourth.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Kind of piggybacking last week. All right. With I was Charles
0: gonna, maybe in fifth. Yeah, I think we see Lando fourth.
1: I was I was going to say I was going to have a McLaren pick for the bold prediction. Um, I know I just gave you my prediction for the one, two, three. So my bold prediction is going to contradict that. But I'm going to say a Mercedes in the top three.
0: You know, i again like to see it because that'd be fun to watch some mid-pack battles. We'll see. You know, we'll see. I I keep waiting for, you know, what I mentioned earlier during the, uh, when talking about the double stack, not necessarily max, but I keep waiting for Red Bull to make a mistake. That's another thing is the team itself is not making a mistake, which is insanely impressive. That doesn't happen. You know, teams don't go, five six seven races and make no mistakes
1: well i don't know that you can say they haven't made any mistakes their gap is so big that any mistake that they have it's not amplified because it's a tight race like yeah it it, it just may not get the coverage because it's like oh they're you know their pit time was a half second longer like they're not going to care about that right
0: yeah well, yeah, I guess I should say the big mistakes, you know what I mean? Like, they're not having that that sort of, you're not seeing engine failure, you're not seeing tire troubles, you're not seeing anything like that, and that car is just so good that it keeps tires fresh. It's negated tire advantage to a point where it's just unbelievable.
1: You know, just yep. unbelievable. All right. You want me to switch it over to some betting? Yeah. All right. Betting this weekend. So, just for the outright winner for the uh, British Grand Prix, you got Max at a minus 290, Checo at a plus 850, Hamilton at a plus 1100, Leclerc at a plus 1700, Alonzo plus 1900, and Giras at plus 2300. Now, I was talking about earlier the the prop bets. um, uh, Max Verstappen to win the race and winning margin to be over 12 seconds is a plus 120. Not a bad bet. I think it's going to happen unless he pulls an arrogant move. Um Lewis Hamilton to finish on the podium and Carlos Sainz to finish in the top six. Uh Kind of our bold predictions there combined. Well, mine and then your regular prediction. Plus 190. Uh, G-Russ to finish on the podium and Alonzo to finish in the top six. Plus 480. And Mercedes to have the fastest lap at plus 550. Don't make that bet. It's not going to happen.
0: No, I don't think Mercedes is going to I think If anything, what Austria showed us is that Mercedes is going to struggle this weekend. If Lewis couldn't handle Mercedes, that Mercedes at that track, he's going to struggle with it at Silverstone because there's a lot of high speed corners at Silverstone too.
1: That's why it was my bold prediction. Yep. That's a good one. We'll see if there's as many, you know what the other bold prediction could have been that we're going to see like a 90% reduction in track penalties. No.
0: yeah it's <laughs> going to be a giant reduction in track penalties because there's no there's uh yeah there's there's runoff areas and there's not really any issues with with where to put those there's not track penalties i don't think really at, at Silverstone. they're not a place where you're going to see any track penalties there may be one or two corners in that middle section where you could see a track limit penalty but i don't think you really it's, have issues with drivers running wide it's
1: on. not going to be what it was last week yeah oh god no yeah not not even close yeah not even close alright anything else you want to go over with nope. the uh, Silverstone
0: nope like you said just uh, if you can if you can find it F1 TV will be fun because they'll be showing some of that Apex uh stuff throughout the weekend so that should be are, interesting
1: are they going to have in car cameras for the Apex cars I doubt it
0: but that would, be, that would running, be sick if they did they'll be running around during practice and I guess you're going to hear a lot about like I'm going to watch practice one P1 tomorrow and P2 because I want to see
1: yeah. I want to see them. See those cars out there. Well, hey, we we talked about it. When did we talk about it? The new uh the new grand tour. Uh was it a few weeks ago? Yeah, we last talked week? about it
0: last week, I think. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week.
1: Well, I watched it. Okay. Thoughts? It was good. I think it was one of their worst ones they've done though.
0: I think I, I kind of felt the same way. Like I felt like of the uh, grand tour specials, it was, it was one of the weaker ones. I mean, it was, it was funny. It was fun, but yeah, I it, it was, was, was it was grand still tour. really good.
1: It's like, it's like pizza. Like it's, it's never bad. Like it's, there's some that are better than other, but it's still not bad. Um, right. I, I just thought like in comparison, I'm thinking back to the one they did during the pandemic where they had to stay in England. Like that one was way better. I expected more especially where they went. I thought it was going to be you know a little bit more funny. Um this the scenes they got to see were, were pretty incredible like the the sightseeing but it uh it 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 just wasn't up to the regular stuff. And now I've been reading some people said this was right around when the drama came out with um with Jeremy Clarkson, so maybe that was a factor. I have no idea on the timing of that. That could be way off, but that was just some rumors I heard floating around. So maybe that played a contributing factor.
0: I thought James May picked a terrible car, and that actually like ruined it a little bit.
1: Well, every time somebody picks like a, a worse car, well, when you look back at the one that they went through, Scandinavia, mm-hmm. Clarkson clearly picked the worst car but it wasn't so far behind that it ruined it. Like it, James May wasn't even really a part of it. It was just watching that car go 38 miles an hour on the highway.
0: Well, and that's what I mean. Like the fact that he wasn't really even a part of it, like kind of took him out of the jokes and took him out of the, like his car was so bad. Like I thought, and I don't know if he actually picks a car or somebody picks it for him, whatever. But I thought if he would have picked a better car, he'd be more involved and it would have been a, maybe a little bit funnier. Well, like, wh- you know, those jokes for one day, funny. Whoever, those jokes whoever's, for the entirety of the series, not funny.
1: Whoever's idea to pick a Crossley, just horrible. That car is yeah. made out of old refrigerator parts. Like, that was a yeah. terrible idea. <laughs> I, I mean, I that's all- a
0: James May car, for
1: sure. Well, it, it is, but maybe on, like, a, I don't know, a shorter special.
0: Yeah, not, not something we're driving across uh, Eastern Europe. But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was funny. I, was I thought st- it
1: was... I was still entertained. Don't get me wrong. I still laughed. It was still funny. It's still worth the watch. Like they, they still got it. Um, It right. just wasn't as good as the other ones.
0: Totally. Yeah. it was not up to par with the rest of them. I definitely agree there. It was probably the worst of the new grand tour ones. That's, that's my, that's yeah. my stance, but that's still
1: that's, funny. That's probably a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, so, I did. I did like that. Uh, That Hammond picked up uh, the Chevy SSR, like the worst Chevy <laughs> ever made. One of the worst.
0: I know. Man, that that I, I, he had to be like riding in luxury, though. I mean that that thing looked like it was just country. oh
1: yeah until it overheated, right? Well, I don't want to spoil it. No, Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, you guys can watch it. But.
0: Um, yeah, it was uh the the sort of knockoff Rolls Royce or Mercedes car that that. Uh, the Clark was in. that was that was something.
1: Oh yeah, built on a Nissan platform with a Nissan engine that thing was pretty hilarious. Yep. Um anyway, all right, just had to bring that up, but I did, let's let's circle back and let's talk about the the NASCAR, you know, we're not a NASCAR podcast. but let's chat a little bit about the NASCAR uh race this weekend on the streets of Chicago. Um I loved it.
0: I I initially thought what a dumb idea and then it rained. And I thought, this is going to just go, this is going to be awful. It was fantastic. The racing was great. It had, what I, (laughs) what was most entertaining, honestly, was the fact that these cars couldn't stop and every two laps, you had somebody slamming into a tire barrier. And I mean, slamming into a tire barrier.
1: Yeah. But um, all the all the drivers afterwards were tweeting about how much fun it was and they enjoyed it. And they loved it. Let's do it again. And and I agree. I think the rain might have saved it a little bit, but it seemed like an overwhelming majority of the drivers loved the race, I think which so, is very too. rare. Very rare.
0: I think I saw it was one of the highest rated NASCAR races in like the last four or five years.
1: Well, I mean it's it's a good alternative. I think NASCAR is gonna need to do this to keep up its like popularity and its its viewership. I think doing a dirt race is a dumb idea. Like let the trucks do the dirt race, but not the cup series cars. Um right. this this is a good idea to where it still gives you like the the features of a NASCAR uh on pavement, just doing some street circuit racing.
0: Well, I think that I think sort of leaning towards you know taking NASCAR down the I don't want to say V8 supercar, but like sort of leaning into that, you know, leaning into more and and they're doing more road course racing and more and more real road course racing. You know, let's you know, having a Makota, I I kind of don't, you know, it kind of sucks that they weren't at Road America and they were here instead of Road America. I mean, Road America is a great track, um, but also I think that this produced some really great racing. Uh, you got to see a road course ringer first time since like the 70s that a guy won a NASCAR race in his first start in uh, Van Giesenbergen. And he wanted it and he wanted like a road racer. You know, he has fresh tires and he ran down the first two with two laps to go. It was you know the top two. It was it was just a great finish.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, here Here's my thing for NASCAR. One, keep this race. Two, I think they need to do a road race in Europe somewhere. I think that would be huge for growing the gate or growing the the racing series internationally Mm -hmm. three, go race these cars at a V eight supercar track in Australia. I think that would be incredible. You know, we're we're seeing it with formula one that they're going to start rotating every other year. They're doing different tracks. So maybe next Mm -hmm. year you go to Europe the year after that, go to a V eight supercar track. Yeah. But Hey, what what do I know?
0: i mean i agree i'd like to see if you want to really grow the sport you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to get out and and really get them you'd have to really get go to tracks you are gonna have to go to other tracks you gonna to have to go to montreal i'd love to see him in montreal can you imagine them going through that the the wall of champions chicane there
1: oh i think that would be great or what if they just did the almost identical detroit street circuit race that indycar does i know i always yeah. go back to that but that'd be well, actually i don't know if those cars would even make it but if the cars did the nascars probably would
0: yo i mean nascar they'd make it but yeah it would be a uh, it would be it would certainly be a um,
1: it'd be hilarious
0: it'd be hilarious i but i'd love to see it you know like i said man i'd really love to see them uh just continue to expand and you know i think it's it's cool that nascar you know not all these tracks need two races um you know, they still have their 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 core fan base, but the fact that they're expanding, they're, they're sort of gaining fans. Um, IndyCar's doing the same thing. You know, IndyCar brought in Scott McLaughlin, who's a former, who, by the way, was like the, who was the dominated V8 supercar before Van Giesenberger. And, you know, he's an in IndyCar now. He's doing well there. Speaking of, Polo won his, what, third straight race, fourth straight race, something like that. He's won every race since Indy, hasn't he?
1: How many different ways are you going to pronounce this poor guy's name? It's Shane Van Gisbergen. It's Giesenbur- Giesberger. That's what well, they were I, saying on the. Well, that was the ninth way that you pronounced it. You know what? Nobody. Did. We're just going hey, to call him Shane. SVG is what I really SVG, SVG. There we go. We can't get her. Hey, we're not, a NASCAR we're we're def- not an NASCAR we're podcast. We're definitely not a V8 Supercar podcast. We
0: are absolutely not a
1: V8 Supercar podcast. Anyway, sorry. Back to IndyCar because we're not an uh, IndyCar podcast.
0: I think, no, it's three, three Alex Polo won his third straight race since, he's won every race since Indy. Hello, Polo. Dude has been dominant. I mean, I, I've been watching IndyCar for a long time i have not seen a guy dominate like that. Unbelievable. We'll see what happens with him in the future. I wonder, who, wonder if he'll still be at IndyCar in a few years.
1: I actually hope he is.
0: I love IndyCar. I do too. I, I hope he is too, because you you need, you know, having some, a better, a good, high quality driver like that is
1: great for everybody. So, yeah, I hope so. All right. Any other random nonsense you want to talk about? No, sir.
0: No. Got to get back to it for a little bit, and then I'm going to hit the bed.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to finish this third IPA I opened.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm jealous, buddy. You know. Would have been fun. I just have I have between you know all the Fourth of July stuff. We had to had to do it virtually tonight. I think it went off pretty well. I think we did a fantastic job as usual.
1: I, I wasn't even going to mention it. I don't think people would have known. I I can always tell when I listen, but I'm oh, involved. Well, we, but we you can always tell because you did it. exactly In the back of your mind. That's what I mean. Hey, check out this vintage uh, NASCAR shirt that I got on. I like
0: that. What is that? Is that oh? It just says racing. I like that. Is that uh, where'd you get that?
1: It's just an old, uh, it's like a Daytona 500 shirt. I don't even know where I got this. I think when I was shopping for uh, the NASCAR race, I I came across this online and I just clicked buy. Probably a drunken purchase, but I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, I would be. That's a good. That's a good looking shirt.
1: One of those surprises. I'm like, what the hell did I order? And it shows up, and I'm like, oh, I did a good job when I was nine beers deep.
0: I was at uh, I was at Walmart shopping for some like Fourth of July decorations. And I saw a couple of NASCAR shirts and I thought I actually had to talk myself out of buying because I was like, man, I no. really kind of want this. You but, should have bought I mean, them. you know, when I when you buy four shirts at the race or five shirts at the race, I don't even know how many shirts I bought at the race.
1: Yeah, but when you buy the shirts at Walmart, what would it would have it would have cost you what, nine dollars? No, they were like they
0: were more than that. They were like twenty-five bucks, oh. I think. I don't know. It was it was a price that I was like not, hmm. not for that.
1: Price. Yeah, Walmart's Walmart's getting a little full of themselves here. Also,
0: I'm I'm very particular with t-shirts. I don't like the like hundred percent like
1: f- the like. Oh, here, um, here we go again. Here we here's go again. what it
0: is. I don't like the there's a brand, and I don't want to mention the brand because I don't want to sully their name and open us up to any sort of litigiousness. <laughs> but the the sort of heavyweight cotton t-shirts. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. The like standard T. I like a softer, um, ring spun or a poly- multi fabric sort of thing. You know what I mean?
1: You're bougie. That's
0: what I. I am. I very much am.
1: But the you're T-shirt, a, you're a I get bougie a bougie T-shirt guy. All right. I'm
0: a. I'm a T-shirt snob. There. I'll. He said, admit it. It. You said I'll admit it. it. I'll admit All it. You right. know what? I'll admit it. You know what? I will admit it. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm proud of it. <laughs>
1: all right well i think you know what i think we can cut off the nonsense there and we can end this podcast now what do you think
0: absolutely yeah, yeah
1: all right sure. every everybody make sure you check out the race this weekend at uh, silverstone check out that uh that new apex team and i'm looking forward to the movie yeah who
0: knew andretti all andretti had to do to get into formula one was put a uh, brad pitt in the car make a
1: movie that's all <laughs> yep all right i'll talk to you all next week
0: see ya